0: To welcome to Razor Branding Podcast with Jackie Russo. To learn more about how to improve your brand, visit brandrusso.com.
1: Hi, welcome to Razor Branding Podcast. I am so excited today. I was talking about it to some people yesterday and they were so excited because (laughs) when we get into it with these ladies, y'all are going to be amazed at what they have managed to accomplish. It's so cool. So I am so excited to invite the wonderful women from Something Borrowed Blooms. Hey, ladies. Hi, Hi. Jackie. Thanks for having us. Thanks for being here. So I I don't even know where I want to begin because I'm so fired up. So first of all, happy anniversary. It's five years, right? Thank you. Yeah, we're
0: celebrating five years this week.
1: Does it feel like five years or five minutes or 50? <laughs>
0: it feels like five years and 50 years all at the same time. I, don't know. <laughs> I know that for sure. feeling for five sure. Let me say five minutes and yeah. 50 years.
1: But it's kind of like when you think about all that you've accomplished, right? You're looking back going, oh, we've done so much. And then also, there's still so much to do.
2: Exactly. Exactly.
1: So, your business model is fascinating to me because it's so opposite from mine and i think it's genius so i'm gonna let you kind of explain it because i know that i would butcher it and then i will add some color commentary on how i think about it so talk to us about how it is that you do what you do
0: okay so something borrowed blooms is a rent and return floral boutique we specialize in wedding flower collections for rent we use premium silk flowers to create collections that we rent out to couples for the weekend of the wedding, saving them about 70% off of what they would normally um, be charged by a traditional forest. So we're saving thousands of dollars in the wedding bu- budget also while also serving those couples who are really eco-minded and looking to have less wasteful weddings.
2: So the short way to describe it is, um, think of rent the runway, but for wedding flowers. <laughs>
1: And, you know I've seen some of your collections both online and in person first of all they look completely real I mean really it's shocking how real they look and second of all I know you're saving people 70% which is awesome but have I also read a story where basically the um, investment you make in the flowers is paid off after one or two rentals that is true so um that's so, crazy yeah
0: like from a business perspective um, yes, yes. To uh, our costs. right. Our costs are covered. Um, you know, the hard costs of the of the actual florals are covered after a few rentals. Yeah.
1: I mean, come on, that's crazy.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, I mean
2: it, it makes total sense, right? For right. the consumer, the value is there not only from just the pure cost of the product compared to um fresh flowers. But also the convenience, right? right? Um, like, you know, some people compare this or the price point to like DIY alternatives, but at the end of the day, you have to have the time, the skill set, right? And all those things in order to make that happen. Whereas our product, it's you know, a one-stop shop, it's all done for you. Like right. you see exactly what you're gonna get. Um, you know, for a really low cost compared to, you know, fresh flower alternatives. And it arrives to you exactly as pictured. And I mean, you simply take it out the box and it's ready to go. Like zero, zero work on the consumer's part.
1: Two things that have fascinated me about this is number one, um, if I want to, I can buy it and keep it. Right. If I want the memento mm-hmm. and the keepsake. Okay. And the two. Okay. Yes. Yes, the bridal bouquet. And Mm -hmm. then do you just automatically now work it into your bridal party that the most sober and responsible (laughs) bridesmaid is the one that's in charge of sending it all back while the bride heads off on the honeymoon? Okay.
0: That's been like messaging that we've had early on. We're like, task someone. You know, everybody has that eager to help aunt. Somebody's like, what can I do? What can I do? And you're like, here you go. (laughs) And so we actually have like a return checklist and you can literally hand off to someone and say, these are all the products that need to be returned to the box. We include a prepaid return shipping label. So literally you just put them everything back in the box, tape it all up, and then drop it off at FedEx on the
1: following business day. Okay, new question on the business model, uh, which I am fascinated digging into, so I appreciate y'all humoring me. Um, COVID era, how do we cleanse and sanitize?
0: Yeah. So cleansing is actually something we've always done. We've just taken extra precautions since COVID has started. So everything is sanitized before and after they go out for a rental. Also, we replace the um, the ribbons that are used on the, the, the bouquet, uh, the stems of the bouquets after every use, no matter what. So those are always fresh, never touched by anyone else. Um, and then like, you know, just from like, Prep, like how the disease, more that we learned about it, like the, the flowers are in a box for several days before they get to you, before they come back to us. So there is like a buffer of time that we're like, we can yeah, expect that the
1: disease isn't. There's a
2: quarantine period yeah. built
0: within <laughs> the transit time.
1: <laughs> that is awesome. So y'all grew up near each other, and went to school together, right?
0: Yeah, yeah. we're actually first cousins. So oh. our dads are brothers
1: i did not know that yeah
0: so we grew up in luling louisiana in saint charles parish
1: okay well that's known for being a business um incubator hotbed um Mm -hmm. (laughs) i mean are y'all the only like professional business women to come out of luling louisiana no no
2: there's i think many success stories out of there but um but yeah no we're a product of St. Charles Charter School System and there's been many great ideas and really successful entrepreneurs from that system um, and then from there we both went to UL um, where we roomed together but it wasn't until like long after you know we both settled down and started having families that we were really like just inspired and just had a bug to
1: start something new yeah um, and bring something fun to life so so y'all have taken a very certain approach from you know being cousins, so related, growing up together, being friends, being roommates, and now being business partners. I was having dinner with Ruff and Rodrigue, uh, two days ago, and he was talking about his best friend, Todd Graves, and they've sworn from day one, even though they're both in the restaurant business, one at Ruffino's and the other one at Raising Cane's, mm-hmm. to never work together to preserve the friendship. Y'all decided to go the exact opposite. <laughs> Is that a boy versus girl thing, do you think? I don't
0: know. Maybe. I I think the difference, well a few differences are like there's just a level of just trust that like, yeah, you, you, for sure. that you don't have to really question. Like I, I know she has my best interest at heart. I have her best interest at heart. So there's just that level of trust. And then also like we work together, but we don't work together. She works mm-hmm. remotely. I work in Lafayette. So we're not like in each other's space every day. <laughs> so yeah. That helps. And at the same time, just like the comfort level
2: with one another, right. To be like really upfront and honest. And you know, we can have some hard conversations. Um, you know, pretty easily just because we have, you know, such a, you know, strong relationship and we go back, you know, so far. Um, so, so yeah, we use that to our advantage.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That's good. Um, you know, I, um, am married and partner and business partner with my husband. And so I know there can be some of those challenges. How do you work those out when it comes down to two diametrically opposed opinions of what to do next?
2: Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I think there's also, I mean, her and I, I think both have, you know, different perspectives. I, um, you know, kind of more so run like the marketing, um, side kind of like growth plan. Lauren is like super laser focused and in tune with like the operations, the day to day. Um, so really, I mean, yeah, we, we have different approaches on how we solve problems or go about things, but you know us both you know being experts in two different areas and you know just having that um you know that good debate back and forth Mm -hmm. right and taking you know you know the good and the bad from each side and working together to make you know the the best you know solutions and um you know frameworks for growth moving
0: forward yeah and i think ultimately like like our goals are so aligned Mm -hmm. like we're very aligned with what we're working towards what we want to achieve and so I think we just trust each other. Again, like sh- she's gonna do what we need to do to move forward. I'm gonna do what we need to do to move forward, and we're very supportive of one another. But when it does come down to come down to it, I think it's just usually like, okay, let's talk. <laughs> like, let's have a glass of wine. Let's talk. You know, I've been thinking this, or this is, you know, this has been on my mind. Let's hash it out. And then, sure.
1: <laughs> so yeah. it's a lot about trust, and it's a yeah. lot yeah. about knowing each other's intentions and what's mm-hmm. in your heart. So it is kind of like being married. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, that makes sense to me. Um, So we have a comment on Facebook from Jessica Hauervoss. I've heard incredible things about your customer service. Can you tell a story about a time when you went above and beyond for one of your brides? Yeah, I
0: can actually. COVID related, really. Yeah, yeah um, go for it. Yeah, no, both thank you. First, story. first of all, thank you for that Um compliment we do really we're so proud of our customer service and the reviews we get about customer service our team has been awesome and it's something that's been so important to us since day one but the story um happened this summer actually there was a couple um that was getting married in Destin, florida and we were shipping their flowers to be delivered to them at least three days before their event date like we always do right and this is when covid really started having an impact on the shipping um networks so the ground network from FedEx yeah. all of a sudden, like literally became inundated within that week. It was just like, everything was getting delayed. Nothing was getting delivered on time. So we actually, you know, we, we, t- we, we tried to overnight another shipment to them, that got delayed and it was one thing after another, where like the flowers were not going to arrive to the Destin Resort in time for this bride's wedding. So we looked at our team, we said, okay, <laughs> who wants to take a trip to Destin this weekend? <laughs> so we packed up a whole nother shipment of flowers sent one of our team members on her way to Destin. She got to enjoy a nice weekend at the beach. She dropped them off hand delivered them to the bride. The bride was like in tears, so thankful that we did this for her. And then she drove them back to Lafayette.
1: So, (laughs) first of all, great trip for the employee. I mean, nice weekend at the beach, you can't turn that down. Talk about a high level of customer service. Um, I can only imagine how panicked y'all were at the whole time, just like she was. Uh, and then to add to the shipping delays, is that when the border was closed and you had to go through those border checkpoints to go from state to state?
0: That probably was in that time, but luckily it didn't really impact us. I think if like you said, you were you know said something, got there. Right.
2: So. Right. Yeah. yeah, that is but, crazy. Um, yeah,
0: it was. It
2: was. Yeah, well, you, there were, I feel like that was a two-part question and I just
1: forgot. No, no, that was <laughs> it. That was it. Asked. But so so on a, the other side of the business, that's a great customer service question. Um, Lakin, from a marketing standpoint, I'm curious, when did you feel like you were like, oh, now we're the real deal because Southern Living covered us or uh, Modern Bride did a story on us. Like, when was the part where you're like, okay, I'm gonna pat myself on the back for this one?
2: Yeah, so yeah, I think definitely um, we were, you know, had the privilege of being featured on Good Morning America, which was like our aha uh-huh like,
0: moment. Sitting, um, watching our flowers on TV, like, so yeah, we weren't able to be there. We were actually showcased through um, another
2: industry partner of ours, the Budget Savvy Bride. And she was sharing her wedding flower, her top wedding um, you know, savings tips. And something bar blooms with one of them, so we packaged up those flowers, you know, with a lot of excitement, right? And sent them off, you know, to be um, on the Michael um, straight yeah. and uh, show on Good Morning America. And That was definitely an aha moment. I remember that day, um, you know, tuning in, but also like having like Google Analytics right nearby <laughs> the computer, right? Like watching the spike in traffic, and it was unreal. But that was uh, that was surreal for sure. Yeah
1: that is awesome so what's next for y'all as you look at you know growth and expansion are you going to move into other services or are you just going to continue to do more weddings What what what's next yeah that's a great question i think
2: there's so many opportunities out there um, and you know a lot on our minds for sure but i think that um you know immediately especially with COVID, like we really saw the opportunity to be you know more um you know prevalent for backyard weddings and smaller ceremonies so We've created some products um, Mm -hmm. such as our custom garland line and just collections that um, really fit the needs right here, right now. And that's been really successful. So just trying to, you know, be there for, you know, the brides that are celebrating smaller ceremonies now and then larger ceremonies later. I think looking forward, you know, once we get out of this COVID state, um, our opportunities are really gonna be helping to serve destination brides. So we get feedback a lot. Um, you know, brides, you know, within the states that are traveling to, um, you know, the Caribbean or Mexico or where not, and they they want to be able to use our flowers, but we don't ship to those locations. So, being able to offer longer rental periods so that our U.S. destination brides can travel with our flowers,
0: um, that's also on, like, the future roadmap for us. Yeah. So, we've expanded as we've grown to offer more decor items like lanterns and candleware and, you know, things like that, which is great. We see our customers just really like taking advantage of being able to have a one stop shop for all those things. But I'm glad you asked about like, you know, other markets, whatever we talk about other markets, but I think an immediate goal for us is to really dominate the wedding industry in the United States. Um, Our goal really was to capture 1% of the wedding market this year, which we're going to fall short because of COVID. But we're currently shipping about 600 weddings a month. But ultimately, I see us being able to own 10% of the US wedding market. I think if you lined up 10 brides and you off, you gave them the option to rent their wedding flowers some blooms, one of them would say yes. So it's, to, to me that's the ultimate goal. Like that's what we're where we're trying to get. Um, so because of that we're just staying, you know, super focused on wedding right now.
1: So you're doing 600 weddings a month average right now and you're going to go to 6000 is what I heard you just say. <laughs> Eventually. That's the plan. Yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. I mean, y'all, that is awesome. Do you find that most of your, uh, and I'm obviously fascinated by the marketing part. And so we'll talk about operations too. Um, but Lincoln, do you find that from a marketing standpoint, most of your awareness is coming from uh, bridal planners, bride to bride referrals? I mean, how is that just kind of word of mouth growth happening for y'all? Yeah,
2: no, bride to bride referrals is huge for us. Um, I I think it's super special that, you know, post wedding, like we built such a community with the brides that we serve. And it's really amazing to see just like the genuine, like just, um, you know, respect and excitement and just like eagerness to help that we get from our brides after they've used our flowers for their wedding day, they want to share um, you know that best kept wedding secret they had with everyone that they know so I think that's super cool and unique about you know our business and our product because when you think about traditional e-com that's not the case right like you leave a review everyone asking me to leave a review you know how many reviews can you leave um, but this is something that really has an impact on the consumer and they are wanting to shout it from the rooftops yeah. right. Um, so yeah, that's definitely huge, but, um, mo- most of our marketing too, you know, outside of word of mouth, um, is just, you know, through social that's, that's where a consumer is, you know, from beautiful imagery that really just helps to like, you know, inspire their wedding planning. Um, you know, it, it's, I mean, everything pretty much happens on social. That's where our acquisition, you know, really is focused.
1: Right, right. No, that's awesome. We, we, you know, I appreciate that y'all shared a story about heroic saving of a wedding. Now I'm going to ask you, no names, of course. Tell me a bridezilla moment. There's got to be one. Usually,
0: honestly, I, it's more mom, right? mom, mom, mom. Really?
1: Momzillas? That are
0: usually the ones that are a little bit harder to deal with. Yeah. Meh. You
1: know. Is that just they have a certain expectation and everything's got to go right for their baby's day?
0: I guess so. Or that, like, it's usually it seems like they're just under so much stress that they're just like lashing out in all ways. And we just kind of get caught in that sometimes. (laughs) So, you know, we deal with it, we do whatever it takes to make them happy. That's, that's really been, you know, a focus of ours. I I
2: think a piece of that too, is, you know, our direct customer, the bride is so comfortable with Mm -hmm. online, um, you know, sales, right that's, that's what they've grown up with. Um, so there's, you know, a level of comfort there, whereas, you know, their mother or grandmother, whoever might be helping to make some of these wedding planning decisions, they don't have the same level of comfort, you know, with, you know, online Mm -hmm. stores or online marketing. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, so I think that's where the difference comes in. So our brides are super
0: cool, but yeah,
2: I would say we have more of a momzilla than bridezilla. Yeah. We
0: have a bunch of really cool moms, too, though. So I don't know if all moms sound crazy. <laughs> just a few, <laughs> sure.
1: but... Just the special ones. Yeah. Just a couple. So, do you find it's very seasonal? I mean, is it like everybody gets married in June still, and in the slower months, you twiddle in your thumbs, or is it kind of steadier?
0: Yeah. I mean, we definitely have seasonality in our business. But the, the nice thing is that because we serve the entire country, like, you know, we're nobody in South Louisiana wants to get married in June or July. Cause it's so hot. Whereas like, you know, Northeast, yeah. like different areas, like it's still happening. So, you know, we, our peak seasons are really like um, fall, like September, October. Those are like really high fulfillment months for us as well as early spring. So like May, April, those areas. But really, I mean, we're busy all year round, but those are our, our peak seasons specifically.
1: Right. How far in advance do people usually contact you guys and place orders before the actual date of the ceremony?
0: So it, it really varies. We, we, we suggest three to six months in advance, but there is no time frame that's required besides that you have to place your order at least 10 business days before the event date. Um, now, if you're trying to place a last minute order less than 10 mm-hmm. business days out, we usually can accommodate as long as you contact us and we verify that inventory is available, then we're able to do that. Um, but we have some brides that plan over a year in advance. Some yeah, it varies. You though, know, for sure. Or two weeks in advance. So
1: just kind of right. all over the place. Do you find that you're starting to do weddings with the same vendors over and over again? Like you have this little ecosystem now? Um like, yeah, all connected. I connected. Mm-hmm. we have
0: like certain venues or certain photographers that we yeah. notice that like, photographers like will get re in their photos. So they're obviously, you know, sharing about us. Um, wedding, yeah. Planers, yeah, wedding planners. Yeah, wedding planners.
1: Yep. 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 Um, Who takes the lead on designing arrangements and naming them and kind of putting all the pieces together?
0: So I think we, we come up with new collections every, um, twice a year. Okay. So um, later and I usually... As a team, we usually come up with like a a theme, a new theme, something that we're all inspired by, something that we think we're lacking in our current offerings. Lakin and I will kind of like, you know, get together and have a brainstorming session about what we are wanting to create. Um, We have a lead designer, her name's Sophie, and she comes in and she comes in, puts her creative ideas, and then we go to market. And then we go to market and we spend a couple days Mm -hmm. just like scouring thousands of square feet of fresh, I'm, I'm sorry, faux florals. And we hand select ten, you know, maybe ten flowers that are gonna to go to build up this collection, mm-hmm. making sure that it's the right color, the right size, the right shape, shape, everything. Um and so it's kind of it just yeah evolves as we, yeah. as we so have. can you imagine two full days and <laughs> picking
2: ten yeah. flowers? It's it's pretty <laughs> insane. But I think that's what makes our, um, you know, our products so different in that, you know, like we're, we're super like meticulous and just, you know, really making sure that what we choose and what we curate is lifelike, mm-hmm. right? Um, and then, yeah, from there, Sophie and the design team really transform it into these beautiful collections um, that, you know, we're super proud of, but yeah. it's, it's definitely a team effort. Yeah. And then the naming part is always fun. So sometimes, you know, there's a name that immediately jumps out at us as we're creating the collection. Other times it's like a full team effort. We start putting names that we love on the board within the office and then everyone starts voting. And then eventually it just kind of names itself.
0: Like there's just one that sticks and that's what we start to call it. When we first started, we were naming them like after like our family members, Mm -hmm. our sisters, our daughters, our great grandmothers and all, you know, all those reasons. Um, We have a few that are still you know, have a personal Mm -hmm. connection. But now we're kind of like letting the style of the flowers kind of lead that choice.
1: Right. So I know that uh, like every year, uh, Pantone releases their color of the year. Are y'all starting to dig into like, there's flowers of the year and colors of the year that you focus on to help drive your creative inspiration?
2: Yeah, no, there's Mm -hmm. certainly trends in floral, just like there are, you know, through fashion, just in general. So yeah, we we stay, you know, really mindful of what's, you know, coming down the pipeline and market is definitely like an inspiration for that um, and making sure that we take those trends and make it something great, right? Like something that's just not trendy for here and now, but something that, you know, can withstand time,
1: right? Right. So when I think about, um, you know, I've been to your website, I've seen all the lines you have and the different options, and they're beautiful. It would be impossible for me to make a choice today on picking one. (laughs) Um, But do you have people who do come to you and say, yeah, 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 those are all fine, but this is what I want, and kind of design their own? yes but we
0: don't offer any customization so that's been something since day one the only way we'd be able to grow and scale to the level that we have and continue to do so is you know we have certain collections products to choose from um but we don't go outside of that so we don't do any customization um but you can mix and match collections so if a bride wants maybe like a white bouquet for herself or more colorful bouquet for her bridesmaids she can choose from different collections so everything's sold yeah, a la carte mm-hmm. independently. So you really can build your order to suit your specific needs. Yeah. Does it but also- I think
2: that was really like a, a like learning experience for us. But I think one of the reasons why we were able to build a successful brand was really from the beginning being focused on what we Um, wanted to provide, right? And what we thought was, you know, most, you know, enhancing for our brand and really like leading the trends. And I think this is important for people that are like starting something from, you know, day one or just really early in their business journey. It's oftentimes easy to get distracted by what people are saying and what they're wanting, right? And all the feedback that you get from outside. And sometimes it just kind of leads you like, you know, just you know, in a like scary right, like just not knowing where to look, and you know you're being focused or you're focused on trying to get business and establish your brand, and it kind of um, it leads to like some brand confusion, right? Whereas if you kind of like put on like those blinders, right? And say, really focus on what what are we as a brand and how do we stick to that? Mm-hmm. Take in the feedback, right? But not let it really steer your business decisions. Um, because, you know, early on we were getting mini requests for I want this, or you don't have that, right? And it, it was hard to not like drop everything we were doing and say, let's create this right. you know, per, green. purple green and gold collection <laughs> <laughs> or whatever it might be, right? Yeah. Um, but, but yeah, that, that was part of, I think our, um, you know, our brand success was really staying
0: laser focused. Yeah. It is really hard. That was probably something I had the hardest time when we first started. I just wanted to make a sale, like make a sale, make a sale, make a sale, (laughs) like whatever I could do. But, um, yeah, but yeah, as as our, our
2: business has evolved, um, it's much easier for us now to stick to, yeah, um, this is what we do. And these are our offerings and what would y'all like to see next?
1: does it also keep you from worrying about seeing your company name tagged on an Instagram picture of somebody holding like a chrysanthemum and a magnolia and a pine tree and like <laughs> you know what I'm saying like they, because people don't have good taste and so if they're putting their own collection together and it's really hideous and then your name is on it yikes
2: <laughs> yeah yeah know that we see that so much i think that because we have curated collections that have everything to go along with them yeah um majority of the time what you know what brides are renting for us looks from us looks really cohesive and great in pictures
1: Mm -hmm. right Um, well that's because you are driving the train on these are the collection options if they were designing their own that's what i would worry about your name being on something not attractive right yeah exactly yes Just yikes. Um, so I would imagine if you're looking around at options for expansion, is the Texas homecoming mum market next on your list? <laughs> yeah. That's funny. Um, I mean, you've seen those things, right? Those yeah, are huge.
0: Here's the biggest thing is that like, when you're buying those or whoever's buying it, like usually you're buying one, right? You buy one for your daughter, that's it. it might cost you, I don't know, 30 bucks, but it's one, you yeah. know, so. Right.
1: But you've so, seen the ones that go like from their shoulders all the way to the ground, and I'm afraid the girl's gonna fall over. <laughs> yeah, y'all stick to wedding stuff. I think that's lot better. Yeah. Um, so, how many do you have on your team working with you now? 18. Wow.
0: Yeah. That's I mean, I great. A but, you know, right. It's full time no. part time. But yeah, we have a team of yeah. 18. Um, and they're amazing. They, you know, obviously keep all this happening yeah. every day, all of the. The fulfillment team, the production team, the social media team, customer service. Yeah. Um, so, and all women, I think it's, it's super
2: cool to see
0: like what we've done, right? With the staff of all females
2: Yeah, in the last five years, it's
1: pretty special. Yeah. I think that's awesome. How do you keep your team connected and engaged and in the culture of what you're building there?
0: Um, Um, I don't know, like, I think that they all feel very connected because they, all of them in their own way are so hands-on with the brand and the experience. Like the, you know, the production team is connected to the designs that they're creating, that they're refreshing. Like they know that this product is going to a bride on her the most special day of her life. And they, they get that, they internalize that. Same thing with the packers. Like they're packing it, they're thinking like, you know, he, I, some of them, we say, when they send their box off, they, like, send well wishes in their minds, like, with the box. And like, okay, here you go, little flowers. Go have a good wedding day. Um, and then, so I think everybody just, I don't know, like we yeah. talk about it a lot. We um, we get them involved a
2: lot. Like, Yeah, for sure. And I think there's, um, you know, there's a lot to be said for, like, working for and being part of, like, a growing company. Yeah, like a right? startup. That's mentality. I mean, of course it's exciting for us, but we see that excitement just, you know, flow through the entire team and they have amazing ideas and Mm -hmm. they really help you know to you know steer where we're going and i think that that um you know is a motivator for Mm -hmm. you know a lot of people on our team yeah being able
0: to help create this yeah they're proud they're excited when when we hit a new milestone when we hit that 600 weddings for the first time in a month you know they were excited (laughs) yeah something to be proud of so
1: Well, yeah, it means they get to keep their job for another month. Um, So that's a good thing. Um, Claire Herrera is watching, and she says, hey, girls. Hi, Claire. Claire. Um, So when you think about your um, own track, you know, and how you've gotten to where you are, were y'all the first company to do this? Are you just one of the biggest, you know? Really, we're the first Mm -hmm.
0: at this scale and for sure at the national level, we were, we are the first and the biggest and I will keep saying that (laughs) it's true. I'm proud of it and I like to protect it. Yeah, you should. Um,
2: Yeah. I mean, certainly we weren't the first right to create soap florals, right? Like that's been done forever. Um, but I think we really reinvented soap florals and, you know, through the service and the, um, the experience, right. And we were the first to market yeah. on the national level in providing, you know, that written return solution. And really,
0: we were the first to, you know, try to change the consumer's mindset. Mm-hmm. And it's such a traditional space. The wedding industry is so traditional. That's what it's like, you mm-hmm. know, formed on. Right. And here we are saying, let's break tradition. Like all these modern couples who are looking for different things. Like there's nothing out there for them. But when we first started, it was hard, you know, to be so small and the only ones really saying like, it's okay, yeah, it's okay. okay." And, you know, and to kind of bring, highlight the things that are good about the rental option.
2: Being more sustainable. Yeah. Making better financial decisions, yeah, starting off. I mean, I think for some, you know, couples, we see more and more couples funding their own wedding, right? And there's all these expectations and these pressures of what society says your wedding needs to be like, right? And that's just not realistic for everyone. So being able to, like, step outside of the box and make better decisions that better fit their lifestyle and their goals um, is something that, like, we're really proud to be able to offer. That's a
0: huge passion of ours. Mm -hmm. I think that, like, we feel so good about, you know, giving couples the – flexibility and the freedom to say, you know what, I'm going to like the pressures that we're getting all the stress and all these distractions that we have with the wedding day, like we are here to say, let us help you in this one section, like take away that distraction. This is going to be an easy decision. So, like Waking like was saying, it's a better decision, more cost effective, eco friendly, whatever. But also, like the brides and the, the couples who choose this, they still feel really good about it. It's still something really cool and exciting. It's not like a sacrifice, you know? It's not like they're saying, okay, I'm going to be, I'm going to yeah. make a reserve decision here. I'm not going to spend money and go get Starbucks coffee today. Like they're still getting beautiful on trend wedding flowers, but just for a really great cost that they feel really good about.
1: Well, and I like the eco part of it, too. Obviously, economically, it's great, but it's such an eco-friendly solution. It is truly a win-win-win, as far as I can tell, you know? Um, yeah. All right, so <laughs> this is one of those tough, really tough questions. What do you like the most about each other, and what do you like the least about each other? Oh, my goodness. That is <laughs> a
0: really tough one.
1: Lauren, we'll let you go first.
0: Okay. Um i love let me think i love so much about you um, i do I, I okay let me think i love your giggliness <laughs> and i am um, i love how okay so i love that i love how like, you love your family and your kids and me and my family and my kids like that means a lot to me and i'm so proud like you're like boss when you get in boss mode you are seriously in boss mode um, <laughs> the thing I'd say I like the least, but it's very important. And I'm glad she has it sure is your, um, more reserved risk taking. Yeah. Like she's very, she's a much, she's not as risk averse or no, you are. With, with, <laughs> you are <similar. laughs> yeah. She's not as, I'm, I'm not, are, I'm not the risk taker. Right,
2: right, I'm the right.
1: Right. That's
0: what I was trying to
1: say. right. Which is
2: funny. Cause that's probably what I appreciate the most about you. Um, so. Lauren's definitely the risk taker. She sees the bigger picture and she like goes after it full force where, you know, I'm kind of like Morrison on the (laughs) sideline, you know, um, but beyond that, I think Lauren, um, is she, I think always shows like her emotions, right? Like all the time. And like, just telling people, you know, like really just genuine things like what's on her mind. Like, she's just real. And I love that about her. Um, what I least like, I do not know. <laughs> oh. <laughs> um, or man. I don't know. Yeah. Okay. Works. Okay. Lauren's always perfect. There you go. That, that's how I, I mean, that would be annoying. All the time. We look at our hairs perfect, makeup's perfect all the time. Yeah, I envy that. Yeah, <laughs> that would be annoying.
1: I agree. Yeah. I agree. <laughs> Um, yeah. You know, but in the dynamic of your relationship, I think that y'all just touched on something that's really important with good partnerships. Uh, Richard Juschlag from Acadian Ambulance, I've heard tell a story a couple of times that when he founded the company with Richard Sturleys, so this story works better if you were both named Lauren Lakin, yeah. you're kind of messing <laughs> it up for me. Um, but so, in, in Richard Juschlag is a yes, go, go, go guy. And Richard Sturleys is a no, let's wait, use caution and think about it guy. And the way that Juschlag tells the story, if one of them had founded the company by themselves, it never would have happened. It was mm-hmm. only because they had that balance. Either mm-hmm. one being a hundred percent, they would have ended in six months because they would have gone too far too fast or not yeah. far enough, not quick enough. Yeah. And so okay. I think that balance sure. is good partnerships and, and y'all definitely exemplify that. Yeah, it is. High it fives, nice. <laughs> go team. <laughs> All right, Jessica has another question and she's obviously also been doing some reading on y'all as you've been talking. She says, can you tell us about the FedEx Small Business Grant and what that has done for your business?
0: Yeah, so we applied for the FedEx Small Business Grant, what, two years, a year ago? Yeah, it was was last spring. Mm -hmm. So we were awarded uh,
2: spring of 2019. Yeah,
0: and just that process in itself, Mm -hmm. like just going through the application process, answering the questions, sitting down, like what is the big picture what are what is our motivator like what are, what is our mission like just really making you sit down and put pen to paper on all these you know business goals and stuff that sometimes you don't take the time to do mm-hmm. was good in itself and then happily we were awarded the the bronze place winner um the bronze place prize for the fedex small business grant which was amazing we were able to. They they flew us to Memphis. We were um, there with all the other winners from across the country. Um, we were able to network and meet and like just talk about business with all all these other small business um, owners. But then, really, we were able to connect with like FedEx, execs mm-hmm. that really helped us think more globally. Um, not only just you know um, shipping, obviously, but like packaging and um fulfillment operations um global branding how we can reach a more destination market things like that so that was like absolutely amazing and then we were extra lucky because <laughs> fedex yeah. chose our company to um be featured in all of their advertising campaigns for um, a two-year period so in all of the fedex office locations throughout the u.s and on all of their digital advertising something borrowed blooms Um, was featured there so that was that was really
2: awesome yeah no the FedEx um, you know small business grant definitely changed our you know our path and it's funny because you know really early on when we were starting this business we were like all all it's gonna take is for one Martha Stewart or Oprah Mm -hmm. or someone huge to say this is it this is the next thing right and I think we kept waiting for that And then, you know, things just fall into place and happen exactly how they should, you know, FedEx, this opportunity comes along and, you know, FedEx really has given us the national platform, the credibility, right? The credibility. (laughs) And more importantly, like just this strategic partnership that is beyond what we could have ever gotten from, you know, any Mm -hmm. TV celebrity Mm -hmm. or anyone else Mm -hmm. out there um so yeah if there's any small business owners watching yeah, you should definitely apply yeah. for the small business grant it is you know life-changing it really really was
1: do you ship exclusively with
2: them
0: we, we do. do okay we lost did them. you before Seriously.
2: look even my yeah, kids it's it. okay it's so funny my kids even say we love that FedEx. <laughs> FedEx. <laughs> fedex you know has
0: fedex has played a huge part
2: in helping us to build this business
0: yeah it really has Funny, this is this is a really cool story. So, Lakin didn't make this trip, but my husband and I were in New York. For, FedEx actually asked me to be a panel panel panelist on the um, National Retailers Federation um, at their conference, and so I was there for that. We're walking through the streets of New York. We're winds that take the Empire State Building tour. We come out of the Empire State Building and turn the corner, and there <laughs> is our faces on the Empire State Building on the big FedEx ad.
1: Like, okay, that's cool. Crazy, crazy.
0: Me. Like, yeah. Crazy.
1: That's crazy. really cool. I know. Yeah.
0: That's been cool.
1: <laughs> so I love that. Um, when you think about those opportunities, like you talked about, you know, putting together the work for the grant and being on the panelists, those kind of business person moments. Yeah. Have you um, sought out or participated in others? And I think of like the Goldman Sachs Ten Thousand Small Business Program or Leadership Louisiana. Do you are you mm-hmm. constantly looking for those opportunities to continue your lifelong learning? Yeah,
0: I mean, yes. I I need to do more. We yeah. should do more of that because I think there are more are more opportunities. We've just been so, you know, we're in growth mode, so we kind of get stuck there. But yes, I'm actually applied and have been accepted to the um, CEO Roundtable Group this year.
1: Which you sent me a thank you note. So thank you for that. It was very yeah. Sweet. You're <laughs> but I loved my experience. I was sincere in the note I sent you. It was awesome.
0: I'm only two sessions in, and I'm already about when it comes to an end you like, will be I don't want it to end right it's been fantastic just right. to be around other you know like-minded and like business owners in the area it's hard actually to find we talk about that a lot mm-hmm. like other women-owned businesses that are run here that aren't um you know in certain industries that we have like like there's no women's brands there's no uh, there's not a lot of retail, e-com, that kind of thing. It's hard to find industry, um, in those industries, but the CEO round table,
1: uh, group has been really fantastic. That's awesome. And I don't need to do more of that. I don't know if Elise mentioned this to you, but you know, we lost a member of our CEO Roundtable a month ago, tragically, and our whole class got together to (laughs) grieve together, which is, Mm -hmm. you know, it just shows you stay connected even years later. Um, Mm -hmm. and Kenny and I were in Leadership Louisiana together in 2009. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, that group got together to talk about it. So it's Mm -hmm. just those business relationships come through personal, I think, and professional connections, which is a great thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So you talk about using FedEx. um, And I I heard a story, and I think this is accurate, that an entire plane comes to Lafayette every day just for Stoller and all of their stuff. Are we we about to have (laughs) <laughs> well, are we about to have an SBB plane coming just for y'all? We're we, working so, on we it.
0: We do have our own trucks now. The do you? The whole truck is just something for our And I, I love it. I love, <laughs> oh I love so, that.
1: I love that so much.
2: We're, we're on a truck now, right? Yeah. We're working on the full plane. Okay.
1: <laughs> All right. We go to, like truck and then we maybe go to big truck and then we go yeah, to like yeah. a little plane and then a big plane. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Right. Goals. Hashtag well, our goals. Boxes are
0: way bigger than seller's boxes, so we can cut that <laughs> right. a little bit of edge on them there.
1: Maybe y'all could carpool together at some point or plane <laughs> together, a little plane commute. Um, but I mean, how cool is that to think that at some point a plane could be landing in the Lafayette Regional Airport just to pick up all of your blooms to go out to brides all over the world?
0: Yeah, uh, very cool. It
1: is. And amazing. y'all did that. Very, yeah, cool. we did. <laughs> I mean that is that's amazing to me. So all right, I have a couple of the, what I call the insight questions because I'm going through the the cards, you know. So, how would you like to be remembered? Um I have questions.
2: Okay, so this as is, a, yeah, but personally or as a brand? Both. Uh, I was <laughs> so you
1: could have just gone with one, but because you asked, you know, have to I know. I know. Good job, Lincoln.
0: This is hard. Which one do you want to answer first? Or the brand first?
2: Um, I, don't know. I mean, yeah, let's do I brand mean, first. Personally, I think it's like super simple, just you know, genuine and kind, right? Like, I don't know, I think that.
0: Yeah, same for me. I think, and I'm probably gonna get this wrong, but it's on my Instagram. I think it's Saint Madeline Sohibara she said, be humble, be simple and bring joy to others. Mm -hmm. And like, that's it at the end of the day, I just hope I can remain just humble, happy in my own self. And then just, I really want to bring joy to other people. And um, I think the business, it really has to do with like couples at the end of the day, 20, 30 years from now, their wedding wedding day, their memories. And we're part of that, like Mm -hmm. we're part of The moment that their lives begin together, their families are created and just being a part of that special day
1: and knowing that we're a positive part of that special day means a lot to us. I think that's awesome. Do y'all send them an anniversary note? Uh, We don't, but we will now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) I mean, you should. And also there may be some repeat business, you know, 60%. (laughs) So little note. Um, Okay. So Lauren, I'm going to put you on the spot. Um, you were a teacher at Sacred Heart. You just mm-hmm. referenced St. Madeleine and Sophie Barra, so you've asked for this. Okay. Tell me the five goals.
0: Oh, no. <laughs> okay. So, a love as you love, study and learn, help those who need me be friends to all, and make wise choices.
1: <laughs> well done. That's the elementary version, but I'll take it. I taught third grade. <laughs> <laughs> That is awesome. I'm a,
0: a second grader and a kindergartner, so I'm still in elementary mode.
1: You'll eventually, in a couple of years, grow up and learn the big kid version, but okay. that was perfect. Thank Not you.
0: Yet.
1: <laughs> Job well done. Job well done. Um, so what event most shaped who you are now?
0: Um, I don't know. I mean, we're going to have different answers here. Sure. Who I am now, I think, honestly, Okay, I have to go back a little bit. Um, I really like who I am right now. <laughs> no, I mean, right. I mean that's yeah, that's a good thing. I, I was a stay-at-home mom before, and I was like, I love teaching. That was a stay-at-home mom. I loved all that. But like, I am more me now than I've ever been my whole life, and like, it feels really good. And I think that the reason we've gotten here, obviously, because Lakin was like, we need to do something, and I'm so glad she pushed me. <laughs> she didn't push too hard, but anyway. <laughs> Um, but really, I think that marrying Colin and he's an entrepreneur and takes a bunch of risk, which is not something that I was ever, um, like familiar with as a kid. I never grew up in a family that like, like that, like he opened my eyes to doing it on your own. And, and I'm like, wait, if you can do that. Then I can do, I can do this, you know? And I think that was a real seed planted in me. So I think marrying him and, and being you know, that lifestyle helped me to open up my views of what was
1: possible for me. And then you and your encouragement. Yeah. All right. So Lakin, what's your answer?
2: Oh man.
1: Um, I mean, life changing event. I think that
2: um, for me, it was probably like starting my own family and being able to like really see the bigger picture. Um, I think that, you know, like growing up, like going through school, starting your career, you're all, you're so like goal focused, right. And like, what's, what's next. And I like sometimes having that like overachiever, like mindset have to do it all. Um, and you know, settling down, getting married, having a family, I think really helped me to like, again, see that bigger picture. And while you know achieving all those goals and doing all those things are really important, it's really you know being able to find that balance and you know finding happiness within the day to day and the people that are closest and that you love most, um, which is also like just an inspiration for starting this business. You know, I worked um, for years in the corporate space and um, you know just always super bogged down with you know the demands. Uh, you know, traveling and, you know, everything that comes with working in that space. Um, until finally I like just had enough and that's when I came to Lauren and was like, you know what, like I've got to break free, right? Like I need to be able to control my own destiny, right? And really be able to do something for myself and my family. And, you know, that's where, you know, the stay at home mom and, you know, the full time, you know, working mom kind of came together um, Mm -hmm. and created something that's super special and has really changed both for our lives. Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah, for sure. What gives you hope? hope?
0: My faith and my kids. Really?
1: Yeah. Same for you, Lincoln, her yeah, faith so. and her kids. You know, you
2: know, look, my mind goes back and forth um, personally or, you know, right. in the business, but I think Lauren answered it perfectly on a personal level. Um, I think, you know, from a business perspective, what gives us hope is, you know, the feedback that we get from our couples that have used us and also the feedback that we continue to get from, you know, big players in the wedding industry, um, you know just yesterday, we got, you know, a huge word of encouragement from a major player in the space. And, you know, times are hard sometimes, right? We had a rough week, you know, logistically. Um, But getting like those little notes from time to time, that's really what drives us and gives us that like hope and, you know, just, you know, continues to, you know, move us forward. It,
0: it, it remind you have to remember like it's cyclical everything is cyclical so you know it's been we've been it's been rough I think for everybody yeah well most I should say COVID I mean COVID's been really hard and you do have those days where like this is are we ever going to get out of this Mm -hmm. you know like this existence and then something happens like yesterday and all of a sudden you're like (gasps) Woo! (laughs) We're doing the right thing. We're on the right path. So we're looking at the future and all the fun possibilities that lie ahead of us.
1: Yeah, right. Right. No, that's awesome. Um, We have about a few minutes left, so I'm down to our very last card. Y'all have done very well so far, ladies. Pat on the back. So this is our lightning round, which I've never done with two people at the same time. So I'm thinking I'll ask a question, you each answer. I'll ask a question, you each answer, okay? Rather than okay. going all the way through. So, okay. favorite favorite place on earth? Disney World. Alice, Alice Beach. Okay, <laughs> so you're getting it, that's very good. Movie you can't turn off?
2: Pride oh. and Prejudice. I'm, Just, going, I'm going Disney again. Aladdin, right. I can't stop right. watching that movie. The kids start and I can't stop.
1: It's a great one though, come on. Exactly. I mean, that's an <laughs> awesome one. Um, favorite TV show to binge watch?
0: I don't watch TV much, but when yeah, I do HD TV, okay. Yeah. Um, right now, I'm watching Emily in Paris, but it's like super short. Um, before th- that, Downton Abbey. Downton okay, Abbey.
1: okay. Downton but Emily in Paris is great. I mean, they're short so- episodes. It's precious. It is precious. So cute. Yeah, absolutely. I'm like
0: halfway through, and again, Marry like, dang it, I don't want it to be over. Right.
1: I know. I need a second season to come out. Yeah, uh, me too. Favorite book.
0: Um.
2: Okay, I don't. I really don't love to read. So, okay, I, I don't know.
0: If I to really have a favorite. Okay. On the genre, like, um, Purple Cow is a good one. Starting the business. Right. Um. Um. See, my, I'm thinking a like just like no. Uh, like I, I don't know, you, you yeah, you. Love, Lauren loves to read. She's gonna have to take this one for us.
1: And that's fine. <laughs> she can take it for the team. I, mean,
0: I just read Big Summer. It was alright.
1: Um, <laughs> okay. I
0: mean, my. Favorite book, like growing up, was *The Great Gatsby*. Like that's, that's a
1: great two. one. All right, it's a see. good one. You got a little business and you got a little culture. Yeah, that was good. Yeah. Favorite podcast? NPR. Um, *How I Built, Built this. this*. Okay. Um, I like listening to *Marketing School*
2: because it's daily, five minutes, quick tips.
1: Right. No, nope. good choices. Both of those. Favorite car that you own, owned, want to own? I don't know. That I have a favorite car. Um. I don't, know. I don't know. That's such either. a girl was, answer.
0: My, my friend Michelle at Moss yeah. BMW sold me a BMW X7, and it's a very nice car. I See? really like this car. That is a
1: great answer. Okay, good. <laughs> okay. So, BMW. Um, Michelle, go check her out. <laughs> 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 Pettiest pet peeve? Um, chewing
0: with your mouth open.
1: Ooh, that's a good one.
0: Yeah. My kids do that. I'm sure I have a lot of
1: pet peeves, so would I... I don't know that oh. I don't know. Cutting the line in traffic. Oh, yeah. But, you know, people don't understand how the zipper works, and so then they don't do it right, so then it's like yeah. the cutting. Yeah, yeah. That's a whole thing. Uh, favorite musician?
0: Um, Alanis Morissette.
1: Okay. I don't
2: know. Nora Jones, just because I listen to that every day.
1: It's <laughs> a great choice. That's a great choice. All right, so karaoke night. What are y'all up singing on the stage? I don't
2: sing, and you me. don't want to <laughs> hear me sing.
0: I sing. Our our mama Mary used to stay in the car driving her Cadillac. She sings so loud. She sounds horrible. I sound just (laughs) like her. Yeah, no karaoke for us. I have saying Janice
1: Joplin karaoke, but, you know. Okay. All right. Um, Favorite sport. Are you sports watchers or sports fans? Okay. Yay. Sports. (laughs) Sports ball. Yay, sports ball. Um, Favorite meal. Pizza. okay. Pizza. Pizza. All right. Mm -hmm. Um, Favorite leisure activity?
0: I need to have more
1: of those. I know. I don't
0: (laughs) don't have very
2: many hobbies. Um, um, I don't know. I like to.
1: (laughs) I don't know. Exercise, play tennis, swim, hang out with friends yeah hang out with
0: friends okay let's get a massage drink, drink wine
1: drink see wine. those are all good choices
0: Yeah. Social
1: those, those are all very good choices question you wished i'd asked what did we not talk about that you were like man i thought we were going to talk about this
2: i i mean i feel like we've covered a lot <laughs> i don't even know that i can
0: answer that um Yeah, I'm
1: really trying to think. Um, okay. I mean, we did a
0: great come, job. Yeah. Well, I it's
1: thank you very much. Really, Y'all did a great really job.
0: Fun conversation, It really was. I feel like we hit on so. Sometimes it's just business or just what's in like. We you know, covered it all. Like well, we cool. did
1: get a whole hour. That's part of it. When you have short yeah. interviews, you don't have enough time. That's why I like yeah. the long form. And we
0: got to go deep on certain things too. When on the not just too. surface. Right. You know? Yeah. yeah.
1: Well, I applaud y'all for being willing to be open and go deep because some people are like, no, I'm going to keep it surface right here because this lives forever and I don't want people to see real. So um, I applaud you for your authenticity and your ability to let us in and learn more about y'all and what y'all have going on at Something Borrowed Blooms. Ladies, I I am impressed and proud and thrilled for you and where you're going, and I cannot believe it's been five years, but look at all that you've accomplished. I mean, really. Round thank, of you. thank you.
0: Thank you. That really means a lot. Yes, it really, really you. does. And
1: Absolutely. It's, it's, yeah. Well, Lauren, I hope you enjoy CEO Roundtable or continue to enjoy it. Laken, yeah. we're going to have to get you out to some networking and professional development things that I think you would enjoy yeah. also. Um, and, Brilliant. y'all, this was a great hour. I appreciate you spending it with me. Thank you. Thank, thank you. you for having us. Well, the day is through.